What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Babes and Brews podcast. I'm Cameron, and today is a little different um, because I am alone. And um, for those of you who are new, we're normally an entertainment podcast and talk about all the latest news in Hollywood, but um, today is a little different. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Castie and I's friend Allie. Um, was murdered uh, over the summer and uh, we've been dealing with that the past couple of months and we just got back to school and for one of my school assignments I had to do a podcast so um, we kind of dedicated this podcast to Allie and me and Cassidy kind of discuss the life and death of her and um, all the positivity that she spread within the world. So we just thought we wanted to share it on this podcast because she was just such a great person and we want to let as many people as we know, you know, know about her. So, um, enjoy the podcast. It's definitely a different tone than normal, but we hope you enjoy it and we hope you learn a little bit about our friend Allie. On July 20th, 2019, the Ole Miss campus changed forever. My life changed forever. That was the day that my friend Allie Costell was murdered. And murder is such a weird concept because you think it just, you know, happens in TV or in movies or on the news until it doesn't. Um, I want to get into talking about Allie and her lasting impact on the world, but First, I want to talk about how I knew her. Um, I met Allie her freshman year of college, my freshman year of college. Uh, I was going up to St. Louis to spend Easter weekend with my friend Cassidy's family, and uh, Cassidy had to leave a day earlier than me, so I texted a friend who was also heading up to St. Louis that day and asked to go with her. Um, she had already left, but she said she had a friend driving up later that day who was willing to take me. Um, so I get a random text later that day from a random number saying that they're outside my dorm ready to take me, and that is when I saw Allie for the first time. Um, she drove up in her cute little red convertible with a giant smile plastered on her face, and I was reluctant at first to go on a five-hour road trip with, you know, a total stranger, but the second that I saw Allie and started talking to her, that melted away immediately. Um, she drove me there and back, and we blasted old Taylor Swift, and that's why I'm currently playing her instrumental version of a Taylor Swift song under this audio right now, because I knew she would appreciate it. And on that road trip, we cried about boys, and we sang at the top of our lungs the whole car ride, and... We were instant friends. Um, from then on, Allie would impact my life in such a great way, and I can't help but think that, you know, for some reason, the universe brought us together. And when I had taken the ride from her, I had no idea that her and Cassidy had known each other their entire lives. <laughs> and I just can't help but think that, you know, for some reason, we were all three pushed together and meant to be friends for some reason. Um, 
September 11th, 2019 would have been Allie's 22nd birthday. And that is the day that I sat down with Cassidy and recorded this, some of this audio. And we had a very honest conversation about, you know, the life and death of Allie. Um, Cassidy, I think, has a very interesting perspective because she's the only person to have gone to school with Allie since middle school. They went to middle school, high school, college together, and um, I'm going to play some of that audio, that conversation we had, and just really talk about the impact that Allie had on Cassidy's life and on many lives. I knew Allie since middle school, since I was probably 12 years old. We went to, I think, fifth grade through senior year of high school together. She was always smiling from ear to ear. Like, I'm not just saying that, like, not even just a smile on her face, but like, her whole face was smiling, if that makes sense. And when we were in um, middle school, she loved to wear these like, half up, half down pigtails. That was like her signature. She loved a good tennis skirt and a pink shirt. That was like her signature. Then we started to talk about the person Allie was in high school. Well, she was always super active. She did like track and cross country. And (laughs) this is super random, but she's like obsessed with Lululemon. Like if you think of Allie Costal, like you think of Lululemon because she was obsessed. Head to toe, like headband, like the tank tops, obsessed with Lululemon, that was her signature. That's, I think, all she would ever wear every single day was Lululemon. And she was always just super ambitious and smart. In high school, she was in all the smart classes. She did, like, youth and government. And just so ambitious. Like, she um, just, like, she had never done golf before and just, like, wanted to do golf. So, I think, or junior year, maybe, she was just like, I'm going to join the golf team and, like, see where it takes me. And, like, ended up loving it. And she just, like, was always super active and involved, very involved. I know people definitely had, like, some negative things to say about her, but she would never show it. Um, People were just, it's high school. People were ruthless. They were bullies. Yeah, she definitely was, like, a victim of some bullying, but you would have never known seeing her throughout school that it would have affected her. I just think she had a personality that she was always so positive and could see the light in anything. So I think she was very good at like brushing things off like that um, when it came to people that were bullying her. Cassidy then explained how Allie influenced her decision when coming to Ole Miss. Um, I th- want to believe it was the probably the middle or end of junior year she uh, we were in one of our classes we were talking about college and she was like I know where I'm going to school like I'm going to Ole Miss and that was when the wheels started turning in my head like I want to look there and I just remember her coming in with like her pink Ole Miss shirt on and it was like screaming hotty toddy like so excited about it um and she was like saying how they give such good scholarships it was a beautiful campus and all this stuff and I just remember her raving about it and so then at the end of my junior year I was like well I was starting to look at colleges and I knew I wanted to go out of state and I was like well this girl Allie always talks about Ole Miss so I'm gonna look there and that was the first school I visited and I didn't need to visit any other school and I ran back to her and was like hey I'm going there too like 
We then talked about their transition to Oxford and the first time that they were on campus together. We like walked around the school together, me, her, and Rhiannon, and we, she was like, she acted like she already knew the place. She was like showing us all around and she was just like, every time we were on campus, she's like, I'm just so excited to be here. Like, I'm so excited. Like, this is the best ever. Like, we're going to have the best time. But once she got here, it seemed like she had so many friends. Like, everyone, she's like the type that everyone knows. Like, she had so many friends. She was always going out super social. She was going to all the functions, you know, going to the square. She never wanted to, like, miss out. Like, she always would have FOMO. She wanted to do everything. She would always make time for everything. Um, I think she found her people here. Um, that's not to say she didn't have her people at home, because I definitely think she has had a great friends and support system at home, but I'm not sure if it was like her people that she clicked with and she thrived here. I don't think she really thrived in high school at all. I think she really found her groove here, her people, and like I think she really figured out too like what she was interested in and kind of what she want the path she wanted to go down. I then asked Cassidy, you know, what Allie was like while she was in Oxford. She just, like, always wanted to have a good time, and she always wanted to include everyone. Like, her 21st birthday, she she made a group meet, and I think there was 90 people in there. And, like, anyone she had ever just spoken to or looked in their direction, like, she was going to invite because she wanted them to be included, and she just wanted to have a good time and, like, hang out with people and socialize and be around people. She loved to celebrate. Yeah, she loved to celebrate. Like, she always wanted to just, everyone to be having a good time. Mm -hmm. I also asked Cassidy if she thought for some reason they were linked because they have been on such similar paths throughout their life. I think so. I think kind of looking back and analyzing it now, we kind of went through the same thing in high school and really wanted to get out of that bubble. And I kind of think this is, exactly what we needed to do so yeah I do think it was the universe pushing us here together and like telling us that there's bigger things yeah I think so I think we both grew and I think we didn't even really realize it at the time because we never really talked about it on a deeper level but I do really think in high school we were going through like the same thing and so I think I've we've both evolved coming here I then had Cassidy explain the Friday before her death the day before she passed away, we were in the car and randomly out of nowhere, I said to Cameron, I said, have you seen or heard anything from Allie Costa lately? I haven't seen her on social media. And when I say she, this girl was active on social media, like, I'm not kidding. She was so active on social media. She put her life out there. She was on Snapchat every single night. She went out every single night and, like, had a good time every single night. And it's just beyond me. And I would see her stuff all the time of her just having the best time. And even on Instagram and especially Snapchat, though. And I just, like, randomly thought, like, I hadn't seen anything from her in a minute. And that's so unlike her. And I was like, maybe she blocked me on Snapchat or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe she blocked me. Like, maybe I did something. Because there's just no way that it's been, I feel like it had been over a month and I hadn't seen anything. So I asked you and you're like, 
no, like, I think I've seen stuff from her. Like, I don't know. And I was just like, that's so weird. And then we got to talking about me um, knowing her in high school. And I just got like a wave of energy. And I was just like, I wonder what Ellie Costle's up to. Like, I wonder how she's doing. And that was within a few hours. Tw probably 12 hours of her being murdered. And then it happened. Allie Costle. Alexandria Ali Costal. Ali Costal. Authorities allege Ali Costal was killed by a former classmate. So I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I don't know what's going on. Bringing in saying Ali Costal was murdered at Ole Miss. Like, at this point, we had no information. I was like, I'm not going back to school. That was my first thought. I was like, I'm, there's no way. I, I'm not going there. Like, Oxford to me is the safest place. And like, if that could happen to her, then I don't want to be there, you know? So that was my first thing. I was like, mom, I'm not going back to school. Like, oh my gosh, like there's, I didn't even think it could have been someone she knew. Um, and so I was just like freaking out. I was crying, obviously. And then I came back in and I was just, I had no thoughts. I think I just like went in the bathroom and I just like stared at myself in the mirror. And I was like, and I didn't even want to look at my phone or call anyone. I didn't want to read a news article. I, I just wanted to like think about it. And I just thought about the type of person she was. And I was like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. If there's anyone, there's no way it could be her. Because she would never do anything to deserve that. Like, there's no karma. There's nothing that could, that she could have done to deserve that. I asked her what has been the hardest part about losing Allie. <laughs> like, all of it. Um... I think it really sucks that she won't. The hardest part is she's not going to graduate from Ole Miss. That, like, rips me to shreds because there's no one else that, um, like, loved Ole Miss or deserved to be here more than she did. Like, she's the reason why I toured the school. She is honestly the, one of the reasons why I stayed here because I knew she loved it and was thriving so much. So I was like, I'll give it another chance. She is just such an embodiment of like what this school is, like the Ole Miss Creed. Like she is what this school should be. And like, I would feel like that's one of her like only goals. If, if there was one thing she would want, it'd be to graduate from here and fact that she was so close and she can't like sucks yeah she was just like she had a big impact on me coming here me staying here and me like thriving here um because she always just like made it the best time here like she loved it and even she like went through like some friend groups here, like different friend groups. And like, she still though always was like, I'm gonna, you know, find my people. She was always celebrating, always having a good time, like no matter what she was going through. I feel like now that I've um, been back at school, everything reminds me of her. It's really um, has made me like appreciate that I get to be here and like I walk around campus and I like look at just like how beautiful our campus is and like the trees and like she like appreciated every little thing like that. 
she like she did live every day like it's her last here and like she always was very vocal about how appreciative she was and how much she loved being here and she loved Oxford and just everything about it so it's it's yeah especially the sunsets though like seeing the sky that always is like a real it's that's really hard like she created a whole Instagram page to sunsets that was just so alley. She was always so extra of everything she did. It was always so extra, but in the best way. Like, if she did something, she was going to do it, like, well and, like, do it to the extreme. Then I asked her the million-dollar question, what do you think her impact on the world will be? There's so many things. I think she made a lasting impact on everyone that she came across. I think everyone that um, she met, they were going to have a special, like, connection with that because she truly like left an impact on everyone I think um uh on the campus it's okay it just sucks you know I hate talking about this I just hope she had such a fire and I just hope we, in her, and she just wanted to like leave her mark in the world. And I just hope um, we keep that fire burning forever because that's what she deserves. And just did so much on for the school in such little time. Like she was involved in so much stuff. Um, so I just think the fire that she had, we keep that burning forever. And I think we will. She just had the ability to like impact and influence everyone she met and like that's comforting to me at least because I feel like she did like it, although it sucks that she couldn't continue continue it and continue at this school I know that she was like the example of like Ole Miss in the creed and all of that, like her commitment, her respect, her dignity, her integrity. Um, like she is everything that the Olmos Creed stands for. And um, she just really embodies it. So it's comforting to know, but it just shouldn't have happened to her. I think it's very clear that Ali had such a lasting impact on so many people's lives and I think more than she would have ever even realized and I think it was really really important to me to highlight all the good that she did with her life and to not let her whole life be defined by a few moments of senseless violence because she lived 21 years on this earth and she did so much good with that and Every day I wear a ring with an A initial on it to remind me of her and to remind me of her positivity and to be a light for everyone around me because that's exactly what she was. And Alia was so much more than just a headline in a newspaper. She left such a mark on this world and will continue to do so even within her death. And even though I'm not personally super religious, I wanted to end with the saying that was on the back of her prayer cards at her funeral. May you always walk in sunshine and God's love around you flow. For the happiness you gave us, no one will ever know. It broke our hearts to lose you, but you did not go alone. A part of us went with you the day God called you home. A million times we've needed you, a million times we've cried. If love could only have saved you, you would have never died. The Lord be with you and may you rest in peace.